What up, everybody? Everybody, what's up, everybody? <laughs> what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Everybody? Caught. Cod Pass. Cod Pass. You know what I mean? Here with my man, uh, Sweet Tea. Sweetness is what we call him here at Upstate Karate in the South. How you doing, man? Beautiful smile, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. You're welcome. How you been, man? Been good. How did uh, old security go today? It went good. Actually, we're not quite. We haven't made it to the security level. We're safety. We're safety team for the for the. For in case church. you're wondering, and... Uh, Throwing that application out there, just you know, anybody needing needing any security, private security, or a safety team, we're the guys for you. We are the new safety security team for our church. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, dude. I mean, churches need security too. Mm-hmm. You safety, never know. safety. We're safety team. You never know when something's going to pop off. Better be never safe know. than sorry. Yeah. So, do you not have to tackle anybody today? No, I did not. That's a good thing. Yeah. Normally, you know, super chill. Well, you know, you don't know. I mean, I had to. It got crazy. I had to help a grandma to her car. Mm-hmm. Some old lady. It's about, yeah. That's about as real, real as it intense. got. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> real intense stuff. Real man. intense. What about you, man? What's Any updates? Any fight updates? You know, they, they no. announced Masvidal and old Leon. So at this point in time, you're going to be fighting basically. <laughs> we don't even know Jake Ellenberger Jake rematch. Ellenberger <laughs> Matt Brown yeah I have no idea guys, man. nothing man you know try to get the fight with Masvidal again he wasn't having it he wants to fight old Leon understandably yeah I mean he's what ranked 13 12 what is he at right who now? Masvidal six he's six oh he's he's right below me mm-hmm. oh, dang it he's number six. and he's fighting the number three guy yeah so you, he wants that fight. Yeah. You know what I mean, he wants that. I mean, it's a win-win for him. It would not be – there's no winning in it if he loses to me. Plus, at this me. at this point in his career, you know he's making pay-per-view points. He's on a massive pay-per-view card. Yeah, huge. So – Who's on that card? Who's main event? <clears throat> December 11th? I don't know, dude. It's stacked. I mean, it is stacked. Yeah. Dude. Oh, you Dominic got you got a Cruz female is on there. Yeah, you got a female title. I think fight Juliana Pena. And I think yeah. uh, Manda Nunes. What? Yeah. Where is that one supposed to be? Yeah. Tony, you looking it up right now? I'm looking it up. I'm not sure if it's going to be in. in Where's Abu our Dhabi Jamie, now. man? Okay, let us see. Wait, wait. What is that? I'm UFC waiting. 269. We're waiting. All right. So main event, Charles Oliveira, Dustin Poirier. Ooh. Co-main event, Amanda Nunes, Juliana Pena. Ah. Leon Edwards, Masvidal. Kai Kara France, Cody Garbrandt. Cody Garbrandt come back. When's the last Sean time he O'Malley's fought? Sean on that card. Last time he fought was when he knocked out what's Jeff his Jeff Neal's fighting Santiago Ponzanibio. I thought Jeff was going to take a, like a, a pretty good amount of time off after he lost to Neil yeah. Magny. But I guess he's like, you know, I, I just – I got to fight. I got to keep fighting. I ain't trying to work it out back When no he fought more. Neil Magny, did he, did he get taken down a bunch or was it just no, a stand-up it fight? No, was, it was a stand-up fight. Honestly, it was one of those things where Jeff just didn't do anything really. Yeah. It's not like he got toe up. It's not like he was super nullified. <clears throat> he just had a really he, – he just had a hard time making himself do anything. Yeah. That's got a stink. I know what that's like. Yeah. So, you know, unfortunately, he lost to you. Then, obviously, he lost to Magni. So, back-to-back losses for him. Now he's fighting Ponzinibio. the tough Ponzinibio. I mean, coming off one, of the, one of the others is going to get knocked out in this fight. And Ponzinibio throws from the fence. Like, he Yeah, but he you, got, you got the cool, makers. calm, collected Jeff Neal. Yeah. He, can, he can see through that nonsense. Cool, calm, collective. Good technique, very, very good, very hard to get out of position. I've talked about in the past. Uh, it's going to be a that's gonna, that's a banger. That's a great car to be on right there. Too it bad is. I just can't get on anything. Even it. That's not even it. You, Who got else you got Dominic Cruz is fighting on that car. What? He's fighting Pedro Munoz, Pedro Munoz, um, and that's like that's the prelim card. Tag gum, man. It looks like it's a bigger card than the. Uh, Ryan Hall's in. fighting on that card. Ryan Hall's back at it again. Yep, fighting Derek Minner. Wow. Yeah. 
dude, there was like nobody wanting to fight that guy after, and then he lost. And now you got to fight like that. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Like nobody wanted to fight him. Yeah. And then he finally lost. And then he lost. Like, yeah, okay. I'll fight him. Yeah. I'll fight him. Don't be sleeping on Ryan, y'all. Don't be sleeping on Ryan. Can't. Just because he got knocked out his last fight doesn't mean squat. That guy will tie you up and take your leg home with him. Mm-hmm. So that is a that's a big card. I I don't know what's next. Like I'm trying to get on these cards, but you know, I guess wait until see what happens with these welterweight fights coming up. You know, I mean, yeah. Nate is wanting to fight Vicente Luque. I know that's fight. They're wanting to make that fight happen. Mm-hmm. I know Nate is. He's calling him out. So like, yeah, kind of like, um, not not super blatantly, but yeah. There's been a little bit of talk. I saw some back and forth. Nate said, all right, well, I got the contract. What's up, dude? You know? Or he said, I didn't get the contract or, or something. Or, I, don't, I don't remember, but I know he was talking about Vicente Luque. Like, he said he's fighting fight somebody. He, he he said, I'm fighting somebody in December. Or I'm fighting somebody. Yeah. I'll fight him. Yeah, you fight Nate him. Nate Diaz, I'll fight you. Somebody yeah. clip that and throw that out on social media. Yeah, make that go viral Nate now. Diaz, I will fight you. Versus Bye. Luque. I mean... Steven versus oh, that's already happened. Nate Diaz. That is already happened. Vicente already Luque happened. has already happened. Yeah. The only person I haven't fought in the top five or in the top five, yeah, six or whatever, Leon Edwards, Colby Covington, and Usman. That's it. Maybe you fight loser of Usman Covington. Yeah. Who do you think wins that fight? Well, we'll, we'll save that for another, yeah, well, for, another, for another time. But, I mean, honestly, I think Usman wins it easy. I think so, too. I think I think it's just it's okay, hard. Okay, we won't to, wait for another time. <laughs> it's just hard to to really judge where Colby's at. He hasn't fought in over a year, and yeah. Usman stayed active, and he's he's visibly gotten better every yeah. fight. We've seen him. We've seen the progress he's made. Not yeah. just his wrestling. I mean, everybody knows he's got that, but his striking. And he he's beaten the top the who's who, and Maz, I mean Usman beat. I mean not Usman Covington beat. Woodley and then Woodley retired and then I yeah, was like, that was you know, it. Well, he fought Luke and then he retired and so you can't really go off him much for no. for Covington. You don't see the progress that he's made. No, anything. So you have to take Usman after, especially after starching Masvidal the way that he did. Yeah, nobody really expected that. So, so kind of we're kind of waiting right now, Sweet Tea. We're waiting to see what's up. I want to <laughs> fight. Call out Nate Diaz. Nate, let's go. I remember uh, I, I saw something where he. You, you had said in an interview, and we talk about this all the time, the media, they'll always, like, do clickbaity titles. Yeah. It was like a, you you said something about how the, the question was is should Nate Diaz stay at welterweight or should he move back down to 155? And you had said something like, well, he's seen some success at welterweight, but he's only fought other lightweights that have come up, so I think he would be better for his career to fight down at 155? At 155. And the title was like, Wonder Boy says Nate Diaz should stay at 155 or something like that. Some clickbaity. Like Something Wonder Boy thinks Nate Diaz should just drop out of MMA. Yeah, retire <laughs> altogether because he sucks. <laughs> and that's never the true. That's, never what I, that's not what I said. No. And so anyways, uh, he, he had t- quickly tweeted something like, Maybe you should go to 155, and it was like you getting knocked out by Anthony Pettis. Yeah. But then he deleted it. Oh, thanks, Nate. So maybe I think he, he felt bad. Might have <laughs> felt bad. Maybe. Maybe he actually read the full article, and he was like, oh, you know, it wasn't that bad. I'll take it back. <laughs> and so there really? is some slight underground hidden beef there. Yeah. I mean, that's, to me, that sounds like and major beef. That's declared, major beef. You know, he was the true ninja. Was that him or Nick? He, like the, I'm a, I'm Nick a with, the, with the chucks? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, that one uh, Instagram we posted up not so long, me doing the commas. They're like, yeah. bro, you didn't do chucks. And it, they were mentioning Nick Diaz. Or, yeah, yeah during the whole, all the comments. Him doing the the known chucks, me doing the commas. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm a ninja. A legit trained ninja. I don't know about Nick. Mm-hmm. I think he's just seen a few Ninja Turtle movies. So that's about mm-hmm. it. But, yeah. So, I don't know, man. Don't know. Who do y'all think I should fight next, guys? Who do you think would fight me next? That's the question. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Call, I don't call know. it. You can't get you can't get Masvidal, so get Nick. I mean Nate. Nate. I get this. Get Nick and Nate. Nick. Same time. 
run after the like I want to be I want to be the Coco main and main and main event. Yeah. I mean Coco main all of your fights and five rounds permanently. Just be like I'll fight Nick first, then I'll stay in the cage and then fight Nate. Then I'll stay in the cage and fight Usman. Yeah. Or Rose Namajunas, whatever. Rose Namajunas. Is it is it Namajunas? How do you say it's it? Namajunas. Namajunas. I like yeah. to say Namajunas. Namajunas. He likes to say everybody's last names incorrectly. Like <laughs> like the last name of the person fighting this coming weekend, Paulo Costa. Paulo Acosta. I say Paulo Acosta. Yeah. Paulo Acosta. Or you say Francis Naganu. Naganu. It's Inganu. Yeah. Francis Naganu. Whatever. Whatever. You know, I'll call you however I want to call you. You know? Yeah. That's messed up, man. That's right, dude. So, anyways, Paulo Acosta yeah. versus Ooh. Marvin Vittori. That's, that's this weekend. It's coming weekend. Well, let's just talk about how non important this fight is. I mean, this is the main event. Where'd my water go? Oh, dude. It, it was literally just there, it was right there. Got it next to me. Got it. It's like, why are you looking around? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, go ahead. So you know what happens? I mean, the winner of this fight, he just—I mean, he's not going to fight for the title again. Okay, if Uh, if Costa wins, he has a better chance of fighting for the belt. I think. I think uh, Gaslam has a better chance moving up to fighting because he's the only guy that's been five rounds with the guy. Yeah, you know, with uh, Stylebender. So, I mean, he just schooled. He schooled Costa. And he'll admit it. He humped him afterwards. I mean, you can't be – I mean, that's a schooling right there. If I get humped like that, I'm quitting. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's pretty – number one, that's disrespectful. But two, that's like demoralizing right there to mm-hmm. your manhood. Well, and I'm not, I'm not condoning the, hump, the, the post-fight humpage. But – Costa was just being real D-baggy leading up to it. Like he was posting yeah. photos on Instagram of like him holding Adesanya's head. Yeah, how he said he was going to kill him and stuff. Yeah, he, yeah. So he yeah. was being so it's real. deservable, is what you're saying. Again, not condoning the post-fight humpage, but it's not like it it materialized out of thin air. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I would go about the humping. I mean, that would be like eh, you know I like humping dudes, but. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know how that just came into his head. Maybe mm-hmm. they do it differently over there in New Zealand, different part of the world. Know. You know? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't go that route. Just give people the it's wrong like, idea. It's uh, like, what country did you go to? And they're like, you can't do like the OK sign here. I think you're calling like, somebody an a hole. I don't know. It was a South Korea, maybe Brazil. You, you did that? It was in Brazil? I don't think so. This is South Korea. Love the heart. Yeah. Everybody does Every time it. I took a picture of somebody, they're like, hey. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably just like, I'll do one of these, and they would do the other half. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, well, maybe it was. You did like that Asian tour. That was cool. That was yeah. super cool. I wish you were there for that. Yeah, that'd be nuts. Then we went to uh, the Philippines. I met Red De La Cruz, one of the ring girls. Super sweet. Super cool. She took us around. We did some uh, Filipino martial arts. So some some was that Kali? Kali. Whoa. Super cool. We did some knife fighting. Me and dad fought each other. Not with real knives, obviously. But what's cool about going to other countries and being a fan, uh, or uh, I wouldn't say a superstar here in the U.S. because I'm not even probably close to I'm not even close to that. But people know me. Some mm-hmm. people do. Yeah. Like in the U.S., people want something from you. Like they want a picture. They want an autograph. They want something that they can take from you, right? Mm-hmm. But when I went to the Philippines and South Korea – People would give you stuff. They would give you little baskets or, you know, little drawings that they made. Uh, cool little necklaces and stuff. It's it's different, man. I thought it was really interesting and, and cool to see that in other places like, you know, the Philippines and South Korea, people, they don't want to take anything from me. They just want to, some of, most of them didn't want to even want a picture. They just wanted to give me their stuff. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Of course, I couldn't take it all home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was pretty cool. Very different than here in the States. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I, I it's, it's always uh, uh, irritating to say the least when people are like, um, hey, man, uh, huge fan, you know, uh, been watching you forever, really respect you. P.S. Uh, can you sign this card for me? I'm trying to sell it. <laughs> 
They might as well say that in their cards. Yeah, they, they should. I get, a lo- I get a lot of people sending me they, they have you, like, sign it specifically? Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, man, uh, in, oh, P.S., when you sign the card, make sure you do it on the upper right corner and do not, and I mean do not, cross over your face. <laughs> or, or they'll be Thanks, like, hey, don't love. put my name in there. Just yeah. t- just sign it. Just your name. Just your they name. They just want yeah, to sell so it. So I can sell it. You know real quick, like, I try and read all my fan mail if I can. And which ones are sincere and which ones aren't. Yeah. So you learn you learn the ins and outs of who's just using it and who's really sincere and is actually going to put it up on their wall. Mm-hmm. Like I got letters. For, I've actually gotten letters that made it look like a five-year-old writ, wrote, has, had written a letter, but you could tell it just wasn't. It was like a man just trying to be like a, oh, just like like a 12-year-old sympathy? kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's messed up. Like, hey, up. yeah, man, I'm 12 years old, you know. I'm like, no. It's a huge fan. Or I, I had people come to me like, I follow you religiously, bro. I love you. I got a <laughs> fight coming up like the next day. Hey, man, when are you fighting next? Yeah. <laughs> I'm your biggest fan. I know everything about you. When are you fighting again, man? I'm fighting tomorrow, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what? Oh, what? I must have missed that. <laughs> I follow everything that you do. Yeah, dude. I love I love my fans, man. I love you guys. Love the genuine you guys. ones. The real Sweet ones. Sweet T is getting some fans, man. Yeah. Sweet T's got some fans. Mm-hmm. I, people came up to you. Was it my last fight? No. It no. was. It was. It was. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, definitely not. Well, because we haven't been able to go to your last I know. few fights. I know. When, it was Luque. Vicente Luque. Madison Square Garden. MSG. New York. People hit me up. Sweet T. What's up, Sweet T? What's up? You know, I have like my, I had to have my own little autograph booth. Uh, the MSG security they I, set up yeah. a little section for me. It was like right next to the men's toilets. <laughs> you know, just giving out my Audis. Yeah, man. Whatever. Do what I can for the fans, you know. Yeah. What I mean? We and the fans appreciate you, sweet tea. They really do. Them. They really do. Appreciate them. But um so we got that fight. Yeah, man. Paulo Costa Paulo Costa and Vittori. Sweet tea, who you got winning that fight? I have winning that fight. I got Costa. You got Costa? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got Vittori. And the reason I say that is because Costa seemed to tire out fairly quickly his last fight. Mm-hmm. He fatigued. I don't know if it was the wine, the, gla- the glass of wine mm-hmm. he had the night before. I know mm-hmm. he was saying that. But he fatigued. He's, got, he's very bulky. He's got very. some just – he's just shredded. That You know, when you look at, like, a fighter – that's the bod that you're that you're wanting right there. I have yet to figure out. I mean, is that just genetics? He looks like a Dragon Ball Z character. Enhanced, possibly. Maybe he did fail a drug test. It is a thing that has happened. Just I don't saying, know. he's just shredded. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's intimidating. I remember walking out uh, to fight Tyron Woodley the first time. And Johnny Hendricks went up to 185 to fight some guy I've never even heard of before. He fought Paulo. He fought Costa. He fought, yeah. And oh, Costa. Oh, that, you were getting to that. I was getting oh, to I that. I thought you were That's saying right, that. Uh, Appreciate sorry, it. Sorry, I thought you were saying that. So taste my own medicine, sweet tea. Thank you. Sorry, man. Uh, and I see this guy. He looked like just a model, right? Had glasses on. Definitely weren't prescription glasses. Mm-hmm. They were just. Bad boy was just straight you know, just plastic. Fashion. Clear, clear plastic. Comes in with like, uh, you know, button up shirt, just looking fresh. The dude's in his dress pants, hitting mitts. I'm not. I'm talking like hitting some mitts. Me and Chris yeah. Weidman were back there, like, dude, who is that hitting mitts, bro? Takes his shirt off, and he's like, "That's the guy Listening. that's fighting Johnny Hendricks." And Johnny Hendricks was so pumped for this fight, like, I'm gonna go out there, I'm gonna crush this guy. I'm like, heck yeah, Johnny, let's go. You know, oh, he ain't seen the last of Johnny Hendricks, and I'm Poor like honey. in the background, I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna murder Johnny Hendricks, and he came close to murdering him. But that was the first. In my eyes, it's the first time I've seen Costa. And I was like, whoa, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. And now over time, he's just, you know. Yeah. I liked him at first, but then it was like, well, after yeah. he got popped, I'm like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. And I went, from what I heard, he, I don't know why I did that. That's yeah. just one of the things, you know, you just cool to do. Yeah, whenever you want to say something that right. you don't want to get in trouble for saying, you quote it. So yeah. they'll be like, oh, somebody else said it. Yeah. I think that's what I was doing. Yeah. Real quick, I'm not saying this. this. <laughs> but. but from what I heard, he got off on that charge because he threw some people under the bus. Other guys that were on it. So what, that's, that's what I heard. Yeah. 
I was quoting that, not Air the heard part, but what I said before. <laughs> yeah. I just got to get that in the timing. right. The yeah, timing yeah, right. yeah, the yeah. timing on the air quotes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you said, that is a, that is a unique physique for sure. Uh, yeah. I got I got Vittori because I think he can use his wrestling, tire him out. I always say that, but it never happens. Yeah. I I see I see that he could do that. Yeah. It's very effective of guys like that, but we'll see if he can make it done. He was very gun shy. Obviously, he's fighting one of the best strikers, so I can can see why he was gun shy his last fight. But you know, um, I got Vittori. I'm going to go for for Vittori on this one. Both talking a lot of junk their last fights against Style Bender. I guess you have to because he talks so much trash too. You got to try and pump yourself up. I feel yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but plus, you know, yeah, Izzy does kind of come off a little. Uh, like he'll come at you. He comes off like a little arrogant, a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, just like again, that's just like the his persona. Yeah, it's, it's and, the, and like he said, you know, people say don't drink your own juice, right? Kool Aid. He, he's going Kool Aid. Yeah, don't don't hey, don't drink your own juices. Don't drink guys. your own juice. Your own Kool Aid. No, and he said, no, drink your own Kool-Aid. Just don't get drunk off of it. Yeah. I don't know if you can get drunk off of Kool-Aid, but. Special Kool-Aid. Yeah. There's some special types. Yeah, spiked sure. Kool-Aid. Yeah. That wedding Kool-Aid. Yeah. That punch. Mm-hmm. Packs those? of punch. What was that mm-hmm. stuff called they used to make when you were in college? Uh, was it like what? PJ or something? PJ. Like? That's right, PJ. Like, yeah, something juice. I don't know. <laughs> That's the kind of juice we're talking about. Right there, that's kind of that's kind of Kool Aid we're talking about, but yeah, I mean you can kind of see that he usually doesn't go overboard with it, but yeah, he he drinks his own Kool Aid, but he doesn't get drunk off of it. Yeah, and like I said, you got to kind of hype yourself up. Yeah, you got to kind of get your, you know what I mean. I don't, I just don't feel like I have to do that. I don't know why. Well, it definitely adds a lot of pressure. Maybe that's why I don't want to go out there talking junk and then just get. Obliterated. Yeah, obliterated. And that, see, it's like a, it's one of those double-edged swords where you talk junk, you get beat up, now you're just a douchebag and everybody <laughs> hates, doesn't like you because you couldn't, talk junk. You couldn't back it up. And you couldn't back it up, but then you have what absolutely skyrocketed Conor McGregor where you do talk junk, you do back it up, and then people are like, dang. Stardom. <laughs> this dude's got it. And then you get you, then you get both groups of people. You get the people cheering for you because you're backing up what you're saying, and then you get the even more hardcore people wanting to see you lose because you yeah. keep winning. Yeah. Speaking speaking of Connor, dude. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly. Speaking of Connor, and why I thought of Connor because they were talking about this. Man, big bad Patty the Batty just signed a seven figure deal with Barstool. What? Like, yeah, I saw it on social media. Please tell me if I'm wrong, guys. Type this in the comments down below. But I saw it on Instagram that Barstool signed some kind of tr- contract with, uh, was it Patty? The Batty? Patty was, Pimblet? Yeah, seven-figure deal. They're, they're investing in this guy thinking he's going to be the next Conor McGregor, which I love listening to the guy talk. I love listening to that. Because you can't understand that yat dang word he's saying. <laughs> no, Zero dude, clue, I can I can understand him more than I could uh, sometimes when uh, Darren Till starts getting at it, you know what I mean. I could mm-hmm. understand him a little bit, and he's just he's he's got away with words. It's funny. It's cool. Yeah, no, I got no idea what he's saying. Yeah. So maybe it's because I I'm around kids all the time and they speak gibberish every yeah, now and then. I can exactly. and I I can understand it. Those things not not calling you a kid, Patty the Batty. I don't want you to beat me up, but you know what I'm saying. But yeah, I just signed a seven figure deal. Like, what's the deal? Yeah. Like, what is the deal? Speaking of that, it kind of brings me into another point. This past weekend, you had Corey Anderson. He fought Ryan Bader in the Bellator Light Heavyweight Grand Prix. So now he he beat Ryan Bader, TKO'd him. Yeah. Um, but he was on Ariel Hawani's show, and he was talking about how uh, the UFC, even at summits, like they're just constantly looking for that next Conor McGregor, right? Because they, they obviously want money. Yeah. Um. So he's like, I'm just not that guy. I don't do that. I don't talk trash. I just I don't do social media. I just want to fight and I just want to be the best. So then he went over to Bellator and he was like, I've made more in my Bellator fights than I did in 15 fights with the UFC because, um, you know, the U I, the UFC did, I wasn't doing what the UFC wanted me to do. Yeah. So now that you see Patty the Batty getting a seven figure deal, yeah, making that money and that was his first fight ever. Like, come on, man. In the UFC, well, that's not a that's not a UFC deal. That's a barstool deal. But still, it's like. But Mike, the thing that I, the comparison I was making was like, 
they're saying he's going to be the next Conor McGregor. The next Conor McGregor. Should that, like, should that really, I mean, I guess it should affect your pay and how much you make, but um, what are your thoughts on the whole pay between, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I, I can't really say anything because, you know, the deals that the UFC is making with all of us as individual, you know, like it's, I'm, I got the deal that I got, you know, that I, that my, my guys negotiated and barstool is, you know, if I was barstool, of course, I don't have the money to be throwing out there just to invest in somebody after one fight. Like I, if it was me, I would wait a few fights to see how it goes. Not just one. Well, shoot, man. After that one fight, his social media went from like 30 K to like, Almost a million. Yeah. Literally like that In day. one night. In one night. It was really nuts. Crazy. Crazy. So, I mean, he's become... Have you seen his before and after pics? No. And what he looks like on fight day and what he looks like so, like two weeks after, dude, he blows up. Yeah. He looks like a completely different guy. Completely. Chunky cheeks, man. It's funny. It's it's funny to to look at. Like, what? They're, they're not the same guys. But yeah, he blows up. Um, He gets pretty big. But, uh, you know, good form, good form. Yeah, I, you know, you, to be in the – but for me, I want to fight in the best – like the UFC is it. Like they're at the top of the heat, right? You got great fighters in other organizations. But when you talk about MMA, what's the first thing that comes to your head? It's not Bellator. It's not 1FC. You know, it's not PFL. It's actually five-on-five Russian street fighting. <laughs> it's that straight or, uh, arm wrestling arm MMA. Arm wrestling MMA. Uh, it's UFC, you know, and, um, I like, I like, you know, the UFC, I like fighting for them. I like fighting for them. And when you think of the best, you don't think of these other promotions, you think of UFC. So I definitely want to be the best. So the UFC definitely does the better job at marketing and promoting. And honestly, one of the main reasons I don't watch Bellator is because, I never know when the fights are coming. Like, you have to go looking for when the next fight is. Yeah. But the UFC, you always Promote know. It. Everybody, it's, you know, they got the ESPN deal. So you see it when you're watching sports and you see it when you're watching football and you see it when. So they just have that whole marketing thing yeah. down. And, and it's all on how well you do in that fight. You know, my after my, uh, you know, Vicente Luque fight and after my Jeff Neal fight, like, you know, there's a, I was talked about a lot, yeah. And then I lose to Gilbert Burns, and then you just nobody talks about you because you lost once. Yep. You know, so it is on how you perform. Game. It's on how all on performance as From well. Fight to fight, you could have been twenty twenty and zero, and then you lose the one, and now you just you're known <laughs> as you lost that fight. Yep. Oh yeah, dude. He's he, he lost his last fight. So like, yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> he's terrible. He should go get a desk job. Honestly, yeah. 20, 20 and zero, and then lost, but still. Yeah. yeah, man, it's unfortunate. It is, man. But um, dude, this month is literally flying by. This fight's next weekend. Was it October twenty third. I wish October was like three months. Yeah. Gosh, I love it. I love Halloween. I love the scary vibe. I love the the weather. You know what I mean? I don't know. I love listening to Thriller constantly on the road. Gosh, Ghostbusters. Who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters. You know, Dude. for me, I'm like I'm like a I'm not a scary movie type guy. I like to watch the <laughs> iconic, the you know, Ghostbusters. I like to watch the Hocus Pocus movies. I like to watch, you know, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Like last night, I watched uh, uh, Magical Beast and Where to Find Them. You know, yeah. solid movie, the second one. I'm not, I'm not a big Harry P fan. You know, the Harry Potter movies were like, eh. the books are way better, but the Grindelwald movies are dope. Just the Magical lead, the lead actor, he's just like, uh, kind of creeps me out a little bit, so I can't watch those movies. Oh, you're talking about uh, Newt Scamander? Sure, dude. That's him. Newt's Newt Scamander. Scamander. Newt. Newt Scamander. He's kind of weird. I rest my case. <laughs> Old Newt Scamander. So other movies I like are like Thrasher movies. You know, nothing to... We talked about this last time. Nothing about poltergeists or demons. But I do like the old classic Thrasher, killer. Mm-hmm. The same 
knife guy that you're running from, but he's walking, but somehow catches you. Mm-hmm. You know, which brings gory. Me I love to the gory a. stuff. You like the gory stuff? Oh yeah, I laugh at. It. I love it. It's funny. Yeah, you do know. laugh. You're sicko. Um, there's a movie called We Loved It Growing Up. Not growing up. I don't know why I said that. In college. <laughs> in college. It was called Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. And it was a unique movie on um Wait, you talking about we as in you. Yeah. I've never seen this movie. No, you've never seen it. Okay. Me and my boys in college. Gotcha. Shout out Clay J, Wags, Watts, Gavin. Um and anyways, it was a movie on the killers from the killer's perspective. Oh, I remember you mentioning that. Dude, it's so good. It is so interesting. And and what he talks, he talks about all of the stuff that you have questions about. <laughs> like for instance, um, I'm not gonna spoil all of it, but just this one specific part, how they're walking, right? And he was like basically saying, like, whenever you think that they're walking. But in reality, all killers are just in tip-top shape. And when the camera's not on them, they're sprinting their butts off, <laughs> trying to stay close. Right. And then when, they, when it goes and back to them. when it goes back to them, they have to, like, maintain their breathing and just keep walking. Act like they're not out of shape. Act like they're not out of shape. Act like they run. <sighs> but as soon as the camera cuts, they're sprinting, trying to stay on pace with everybody. And then they're, like, like a, a killer's guild or something like that? Like a- there, There's, like, a, yeah, there's, like, a killer cult. And, and they're, like, praising each other when you reach a certain level. <laughs> And you know how every killer, Jason, Michael Myers, they all have like this one person who's dedicated their life to catching them. Michael Myers has that one doctor. Yep. Um, Jason has somebody. I don't know who it is. But everybody has like that one person. They call it an Ahab. And once you get an Ahab, it's like a big deal in the killer's community. Like you made it? Like you made it? You know, Leslie got his got a got a has an Ahab, and they're like, "Let's celebrate!" <laughs> all the all the all the killers yeah, are like celebrating, all the, like the retired killers, and oh, that's, that's cool. What is it called again? It's called Behind the Mask: The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Check that out, guys! Shout out that I mean, that's that's a cool that nobody's actually thought about. I think yeah. that's cool how he thought about that. You know what I mean? There's like a guild. There's like, why are they walking? How are they always catching him? Because they're sprinting. Yeah. They're sprinting when the camera's not on around and he's like working out and stuff. And he's, it teaches you how they plan like all of the big, um, super intense moments in movies where yeah. like you'll hear a noise, like how he plans it. He's like making a noise over here. Then he has to like run over to the other side of the building and like drop something over here. So that they're freaking <laughs> out and, He's running over and he's got to get the build the suspense up before the actual yep. killing. Yeah, exactly. I like that. So I like super that. Cool. And I like, I like, I think that's really, really interesting. And I think it's cool in that kind of like uh, John Wick, but on the, on the uh, scarier side, the movie, uh, like um, Jeepers Creepers, mm-hmm. like it makes you think and kind of go down rabbit holes. Like, what is this guy? But you never really find out what he is. Like the, the, the killer is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I love that kind of stuff. Um, More of backstories of. Since we're on that, did you have anything else you wanted to say? No. Since we're it. on that on that topic here, we're going to close out with this. WB, I have a list of some iconic uh, movie villains. Mm. And being that you're a fighter, uh, self-defense expert, and... I'm an expert. Horror movie extraordinaire. This guy's got a mind for movies that's incredible. I'm going to list off some names, and you're going to okay. tell us, the viewers... How you would fight that person. Okay. What you would do in that situation. Okay. Interesting. All right. Hit me Hit me with it, man. F- first off, right off the bat, starting off going home because of the movie that just released. Okay. Michael Myers. Dude. Okay. So Michael Myers movies have been around for a long time. He's got to be at least 70 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, easy. I feel like I, you know. The guy's out of shape. He's probably falling apart. He's been, he's died. You thought he's died so many times. So, you know, he's got a ton of scar tissue, probably several surgeries he's had. Nobody knows it's actually Michael Myers. So I think I would just whoop his behind. Um, so you would actually engage in him? Yeah, I would, and I would definitely engage. I would literally Go get up him. right now. I don't even care if you had a knife and school him. He's a big dude. Yeah, but he's like a giant. Though. He's a giant, but he's a 70-year-old giant. At least 70. Right. And well, I mean, you gotta, you, you know, gotta be still in shape if the camera's not on him and he's sprinting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like I have me being a fighter can go at least twenty five minutes before he drops. Yeah. You know, he's not used to the 
the constant onslaught of kicking and punching, moving. He's more of like a, okay, sprint, run, okay, kill you. He's not used to the, you know, defending takedowns. Mm -hmm. He's not used to guys engaging him. So that's where I got him. Okay. Freddy Krueger. Oh, Freddy Krueger. Okay. He attacks you pretty much in your dreams, correct? Basically pulls a matrix on you. Well, people don't know this, but I have an imagination like no other. Yeah, I can actually fight people. I can, if I want to fight you in my dream, I can make myself do that in my dream. I can pretty much control my dreams at this point. Yeah. Had a lot of practice. Uh, um, so using my imagination, the crazy imagination, all the animes that I've seen, mm-hmm. I can pull from, mm-hmm. right? Like I feel like I, in my dream, I could do, I could just crush him. Because that's where he's, that's, that's where you can fight back. On the outside, you can't. In your dream is where you fight him, mm-hmm. right? So I could crush him in my dream. I feel like I'm the type of guy, if I ever had like a Green Lantern ring, because you know you can, it's all in how powerful your imagination is, what you yeah. can create, I would be the most powerful being ever. Probably. You know? So Maybe I can turn myself like- into the Green Lantern in my dream and destroy Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Or you could just become Superman. In your dream and never be touched unless 100%. Freddy Krueger is like kryptonite or whatever. Right. He he's gonna be the one that wants out of my dream. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's how I beat him. You know? Gotcha. Beat him in my dreams. Chucky. Ooh. Chucky. I feel like Chucky. he's the easiest of I all. Not, yeah. Well the thing about Chucky is he's small, he's quiet. That's the tricky part. That's where he gets you. I bet like, you he makes no noise. Yeah. And he can fit in spots that you don't expect, right? Yeah. You know, you open up the the trash can drawer underneath your counter to pull out your trash can. He jumps out of your trash can, slits your throat. You least expect it. Yeah. I mean, how strong can a doll be? That's what I'm right? saying. Like, There's no like, muscles he, he, in a doll. No. I he's feel only like, as strong as his little plastic fibers. Yeah. Or whatever the heck he's made out of. I, I feel like I can just grab him by the head and just pull his head off. Mm-hmm. And then he'll go, what? Off. He's going to go into another doll? And then okay, no, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just stop producing Chucky's. Hundred percent. You dismember him, just pulling his leg off, like I used to do my He-Man back in the day, and bury him in certain parts of in my yard. Yeah, that's easy. Like I feel like that is the easiest guy to beat, mm-hmm. Chucky. Yeah. What? At the very least, you can just keep like punting him away from you. Oh, hundred percent. Just kick him far away. Yeah, or just keep him away yeah. with a broomstick. Yeah. You know, I mean, well. you may get the first scare. Right. You may jump out of, ah, but after that, like, what? Really? Yeah. Okay, where's my broom? <laughs> Stomp on him. Um, the leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> the leprechaun. Okay. Yeah. Now we're talking about mystical mystical creatures here. Um, Just stay away from his pot of gold, bro. You know, if you yeah, see a pot of gold there, wants, you, you see a pot of gold there, and that's, what, that's how he kills you. You take his pot of gold. Yeah. You're donezo. Stay away from it. If I see a pot of gold in a tree stump, no, walking the other way. I'm not going to have some really, creepy. Oh, 100%. You're 100% going to walk away from a pot of gold in a Bro. tree stump. Dude, when I look about, be, if the pot of gold is actually gold. in a legit pot, like cauldron, and there's, you know, in the, the iconic gold pictures, it's like a cauldron, gold sitting on top, and there's like this golden aura. In a tree stump, why would it be randomly there and you see a rainbow coming out of it? No, stay away from it. You know that is a leprechaun pot of gold. Yeah. You don't mess with it. Easy. Yeah. Easy. I have to say that the leprechaun scarred me for the longest time with that scene where he made that woman get super fat until she blew up. <laughs> That's a Harry Potter move. Terrified me. Typical spell, easy to deflect. You know what I mean? If that yeah. spell is ever put on you, somebody tried to hit you that spell... It's just a simple flick of the wand, Tony. Remember that. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Predator. Whoa, we're going predator, dude. Yeah, you got no chance. You're dead. That's a hard no, one. I know exactly how you take that on predator. Whoa, 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 this is my questions here, sweet tea. Yeah, but okay, give me, give me, give me what you got. What you got? Obviously, just like in Aliens vs. Predator, take their freaking blaster. How do you get it? You get you you get it before they do. Oh, you're talking about if you're like in there. But what if one just lands in your backyard? It's hunting you. You have to just find a, a muddy hole and dive in it. Yeah. You, you know, stay muddy. Because it and, sees infrared. You know what I mean? Or, I mean, technology the way it is nowadays, there's no reason why you couldn't buy like, you can, 
buy like a portable cold water shower. Mm-hmm. Just have cold water pulled on you at all times. Yeah. Either that or hope it rains. Yeah. So you just stay cool. Yeah. Jump or, in a freezer. You know, that wouldn't be good. Jump in a freezer? No, no, no. Because remember in Predator 2, when he was in New York or whatever, where, no, L.A.? Yeah. They still saw him in that big old. Remember those remember those meat hooks at the Oh yeah. They they learn. They'll get smart. Yeah. They have different version yeah. vision yeah. tactics. A couple of things with the predators. Number one, if you take if you, if you can get their blaster away from them from that movie, it made them pretty useless, which was annoying to me. Mm-hmm. Um number two just if you see something that looks like a creature but is also see-through, it's probably a creature. Yeah. Avoid. Yeah. <laughs> Their invisibility is just kind of like, like, it's like. You can see the outline of you it. You can see everything. And then it's like. It's like, wait a second. Not fully invisible because I can see through you and everything behind you is distorted. It's yeah. Like not that good. Yeah. Just run the other way. Mm-hmm. Just stay away from it. Yeah. You know, but if it lands in your backyard, you, I mean, they're bigger, they're stronger, they're faster. But. You beat him in a hand-to-hand combat. Like, they accept you as mm-hmm. a predator. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'll give you gifts. Yeah. They'll hook you up. They'll hook you up. It's respect. Honor right. Code there. And they'll give you that cool mark. Yep. Yep. On like your face. Part of the and deal. I, the you yop, would be the baddest place. human being on the planet just having, if you had one of those, you could do yeah. anything. You know? Yep. Nobody and then this. if anybody gives you beef, you call on your predator friends. Mm-hmm. Knock them off. Take care of it. Pennywise. That one's tough, dude. But it is a real thing, so it's not like right. It's, it's like right. Know, well, it's it feeds off of fear. Don't be scared. Yeah, you just don't be. Done. I mean, you have to be a kid, right? Because they they go after kids because that creature is like billions of years old. Whatever Pennywise is, I forgot what it's called, but he's like billions of years old. It's a creature. And he feeds off of kids because they're easier to scare and they taste better. The scarier you are, the better you taste. Mm-hmm. And nobody really knows what it actually looks like. Spider, right? But that's just like another form. It's like another form, turtle. right? You got to get the turtle. You got to get that turtle that just created the universe. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, dude. Stephen <laughs> well, yeah. King's universe. Insane. Wild. Candyman. Oh, just don't say his word. Just don't say his name in the bathroom. That's yeah. it. Just don't say just Candyman three or five shut. times. That is the, I was scared. My dad made me watch that when I was like six or seven. That thing came out in 92. Mm-hmm. I was young. The first, my, we watched that movie Candyman when it first came out. I was scared of the bathroom for two years. I'm still scared of the bathroom. Yeah. I'm, I, 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 my door has to be closed. I cannot leave my door open. Because when I picture myself waking up at night, even if the door is cracked, I can kind of see my mirror too. And I just glance in my mirror and it's dark in there. I see Candyman's face. Or I see some something staring back at me. Nope. Yeah. I, my door's closed. Yeah, I close my, my B-room door as well. I'm a big B-room Super room scary. Closer. You just don't say his name. It's like, okay, huh, you see Candyman five times, he'll come out and kill you. Why say his name then, yeah. idiots? Seriously, dude. What a bunch of morons. Yeah, it's like Bloody Mary. Remember yeah. that one? What about, uh, if you're saying his name, to, you know, then you, you probably should get a little hook slap. Oh, oh you know yeah. I mean, I mean you should get ripped up from, from taint okay, to mouth chill. with hook. Chill. <laughs> taint to mouth. I mean, that's how he did it. He just yeah. ripped you in half. Mm-hmm. That gruesome hook. Since we're on the, the, the case of fear, we got two left. Okay. Uh, Jeepers Creepers. Ooh. This terrified me. I remember crying in the theater because you took me to see it when it came out. Yeah. Let's see when, and I was crying in the theater, terrified of this freaking creature. Yeah. And we finished it, didn't we? Did yeah. we finish it? I had to like, I was doing one of those like corny things where I was, it's like the Matrix. It came out in 2001. <laughs> so I was 10 years old. So you were trying to make yourself cool with it. Like, oh my God, this is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I was terrified. 2001, it came out. I was Dude, 10. that was over twenty. That was like twenty years ago. I was ten years old. I just gra- no, two thousand one. I just graduated high school. Mm-hmm. 
Release date, August 31st. Yeah, so I was 10 years old. That is a... You go back and watch that movie, that movie's still creepy. That movie is So creepy. creepy. Especially in the beginning. The anticipation, the intensity of him chasing them down in their crappy car. No, when he drives by... And he's and he's throwing those bodies down that tube, and he sees them and just locks eyes with them as they drive by. And you see him get in his truck, and that thing's like supercharged, yeah. And it just chases him down that old crappy truck. Oh my gosh! But I was like, the truck's what? actually like possessed or something weird, isn't it? Yeah, so it, well, it's like out, he's like, got some kind of spell. Like you want to know what he is? He's like some kind of magical gargoyle or something. No spells yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like he can make knives and stuff fly at you. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But here's what you do: you befriend him. You make him your friend. Yeah. 100%. You're like, listen, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's connect. Yeah. I will help you kill these other people. I'll bring people to you. Yeah. You or, know, I mean, if, if it's their survival, you got to do, you know, you've been, I've always told myself, like, anybody came in my house, oh, bro, let's be friends, dude. Yeah. Like, listen, you, you know? know what? I understand you're struggling right now. There's deeper issues. At, at, I'm, I want to go through those with you. Let's work on those together. And then we Put can Put the be knife friends. down, okay? Yeah. It's 2 a.m. in the morning. I'm trying to sleep. Let's get some sleep. Yeah. Recharge we'll, the batteries. Yeah, we'll meet in the morning. We'll have some breakfast, okay? Maybe Waho. some mimosas. Let's get some waho, <laughs> all right? Greatest waffles. Yes. Get a befriend them immediately. Yeah, <laughs> they walk in. You're like, oh, hey, what's up, man? Long time no see, man. How you been, dude? Thanks for stopping by. You befriend Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. Or if there's no befriending him, because, you know, he's only out for 13 days. 23. He's 23 days. Every okay. 20, every 23, 23 days, days. For 23. Every no, 23 three years, years for 23 days. He eats for 23 days. Yeah. You hide, right? So many other people he can smell from. He can kill, hide. But you stick a tracker on him somehow, right? Mm-hmm. Tracker. You know where he's at on the 23rd day, right when it's about done. Then you find him, and right when he's about to like go in his cocoon, then... Yeah, like in the second movie, they had him like... The end of the second movie, they had him stapled up to the wall, waiting him. Really? I'd have been chopping him up, putting like him in like pieces. a meat processor. Are you kidding me? You what an mean? idiot. Sho- shoving his, his parts into various sausage skins, and like just like you said, burying them in fields. Yeah, there, you cannot like, come back from that. No. Impossible. But yet he's got him up in his barn, waiting for him, waiting to, come for him to come back alive. back alive. An idiot. For real, dude. People movies are so golly. Dumb. But then there wouldn't be a second one, so. You need a third one. And they're actually end up being like five of them. And they Isn't it stupid? Yeah. yeah. Guys, if you haven't seen Jeepers Creepers, check it out. It's amazing. The first one. First one. And then last but not least, old old JV, Jason Voorhees. This guy's this one. This one, in my opinion, is probably the toughest one. To, I would to say so after. because it is literally just as big, just as strong, and he's immortal. Yeah, he cannot die. No, nope. you cannot beat him. I mean, he fought. He fought Freddy Krueger. I'm pretty sure he came out on top. Yeah. Didn't he win? It was they Jason versus Freddy. They did mess each other up, but the guy's ginormous. That one dude was getting the best of him, though. That one back in the 80s, he was like boxing him. Mm-hmm. Just pop, pop, pop. Dude was piecing him up. Like his technique's terrible. Jason just takes shots. Yeah. You're not going to. So, he's just. Unless you have endless stamina, maybe. Maybe. You take his knife away. Yeah. I feel like I can defend myself from him just no. doing this. But he's like know, really strong, right? Because he can like yeah. hold you up with one arm. But that's the thing about Jason. He doesn't just need a knife, he kills you with everything. Yeah. No matter what, dude. Yeah. I think that's the one guy that gets you. You'd have to call in the military. Like, listen, United States military, there's this creature who's been on a murderous rampage <laughs> for, for 84 years in this one town. <laughs> You've got to do something about it. Uh, in this one town. We need you to come do something about it. Yeah, please. I mean, after a while, you would figure. Literally, I was looking up something on here, and they had like, you know, uh, Iconic horror movie villains ranked by kills. And he has like 153 kills. He was number one. Wow. Jason was. It's like he's killed 153 people, and we know exactly who it is. And where he Come is. Come do something about it. I think one time they, they they immobilized him for a little while by sticking some, tying him up and sticking some weights and just dropping him in the lake. Mm-hmm. Then somehow, he got revived. Somehow, no, he didn't revive. Like, there was like a some commotion on top of the water, and the chains broke because he sat there forever. No. And he just... I just watched it. Did it was, you really? It was... It, I, 
whatever they did in the seventh movie, he was awoken from the eighth movie, and it was Jason Voorhees in Brooklyn or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's when he gets boxed, right? I guess. Jason ate. And anyways, there was these people on a boat just over the water, like, and they decided to – not people, like these two teenagers, they decided to post up right in the water, right next to Camp Crystal Lake. Well, you know he's immortal <laughs> he because an anchor and hit an electric <laughs> uh, line under the water, broke the chains, broke ropes. the electric line, Jason back to life, and then man, yeah. you know he he lives forever because remember Jason X in space. Mm-hmm. You know, he, Jason was in space. He was in space, and he in became the future, like. like he became like robotic. He yeah. Was like future. Yeah. Future esque. So the movies right now, all the Jason movies were just his in the past. Mm-hmm. Now he's in the future. And he's still alive. It's like at this point in time, he's basically Dr. Manhattan on his own planet, just creating life. Yeah. And I don't remember the year that was. It was I know that movie was back in the Jason late nine was it late late nineties or early two thousand? It was like two thousand. It was like two thousand twenty one. And like we're supposed to be up in space. Yeah. 20 Jason years in the future. Came, got a solid 4.4 on IMDb and a 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. In the year 2455. <laughs> 2455. It came out in 2002. Wow. Yeah. The crappiest Jason 17.1 million in the box what? office. What? 17.1 mil? Mm-hmm. Come on 4. now. 4.4 on IMDb. People were just looking for excuses just to go to the movies back then. Yeah. Times have changed. People, like, I went to the movies not too long ago. So much better just watching it at home. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? I mean, it was an adventure to go to a movie, get the popcorn, but I I sat down and it just smelled like mothballs. I'm like, it's weird. It's weird. The seats smelled like like mothy and just real musty. Mm -hmm. You know? Because they've been sat in. Just felt like I was getting lice sitting there in the movie theater. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. Well, there you have it, guys. Yeah, man. One, One week. Closer to Halloween. Woo! I can't wait. Oh, so we, we need to be doing a, we're going to go to a, a haunted trail? I think y'all, we're going to go to a haunted house. One boy versus Sweet Tea. First one to squeal pays the other one $1,000. Oh, you kicked it up to, from a 500 to a 1,000 now, yeah, Tony? Come on, green. dude. We're doing a green. thousand. I don't have that kind of money. What you talking about? I know you don't. <laughs> So I want to take it from you. Okay. You do, guys. All right. I'm not scared. I'm not. I'm not going to scream. Dude. We'll, we'll see. We'll All see. Right. So stay tuned for that, guys. It's going to be dropping on the channel as well. We appreciate y'all hanging out with us for the podcast on this Monday afternoon as Halloween grows ever closer. And again, we are on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. All the good stuff. So check us out over there as well. And as always, share the love, spread the word about the content, like and subscribe. Love you guys, man. Catch y'all later. Peace.